Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Good to have you in, Eddie Johnson, playing the NBA for 17 years. He's now a broadcaster for the Phoenix Suns, been doing it for years, also has his NBA Today show on Sirius XM. So I was surprised. I thought it'd be a five-game series. Eddie, were you surprised? It felt like sometimes time off affects players differently, and I didn't think the Suns came out with a ton of energy in the first quarter, and I thought the Clippers just, I mean, I whatever it was, were you surprised that the first quarter got out of hand really quickly? I was surprised, but I, but I expected a malaise. I did. Look, and, and you just said it. The Suns at home, confident, feeling good. Paul George is not with the Clippers. Where the Clippers, they come in with their week off. They know they have to play at a top, top game, and they're going to be more focused. And that's what we saw. I mean, we, we saw it. I, I felt it after the first two or three minutes. The Suns' shots were flat. Uh, the effort wasn't there at a high pace. And then when they did turn it up, you know, it was too late because now when it's a close game, anything can happen. And the Suns had uncharacteristic turnovers. Uh, the Clippers knocked down some threes, and they got out of there with a steal in game one, and that's how you do it. I love Monty Williams, but KD had one shot in the last 630. How much, is, how much of that is on the coach? Call timeout, direct traffic. It's on the coach. It's on uh, Chris Paul. It's on anybody that understands that uh, the reason we got Kevin Durant is for those reasons. Shoot the ball, especially in crunch time. He had a huge three to get us back from from nine, and we had an opportunity to still win the game, but we couldn't get an offensive rebound. So that will not happen again, I guarantee you. And And I believe it'll be more on Kevin Durant to make sure it does not happen again. Obviously, he's still making an adjustment to this group, and and I think he's going about his way, uh, but that cannot happen. I mean, it's either he or Devin Booker taking those shots near the end, and that did not happen on a consistent basis. What do you make of Westbrook, a guard that can't shoot, but uh, he is his relentless energy, he may be the best athlete in the league, 
but most, you know, he doesn't have great hands, so he doesn't catch it particularly well, doesn't shoot it well. Um, what do you make of him as a player? Was there anybody in your 17 years that was a great athlete at guard but really wasn't a shooter but could still be incredibly important and, and productive? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of defensive-minded players, right? T.R. Dunn comes to mind with yeah. Denver. Look at Michael Cooper in L.A. I mean, he was a he was a decent shooter, much better than Westbrook was as a shooter. But, you know, he wasn't a big-time scorer, but he could affect the game. Uh, you know, Dennis Johnson, even late in his career where he wasn't shooting, he could affect the game. It, it, look, Westbrook took over the game down the stretch. And it's funny. Like, I've always said this about him. I know people want to get on his shooting. And, and right, if he goes, if he keeps shooting this poorly in his series, I think the Suns could probably turn around and win four in a row. Yeah. Because I don't believe they'll be able to withstand them. Because the Suns came back in that game and shot 47%. They shot more free throws. I mean, they, they did everything statistically to win, but they allowed them to get themselves behind by 16. And then when they did catch up, Westbrook's energy will never fade. Yeah. And he got key rebound after key rebound, a big-time block on Devin Booker late in the game. And there it is. And so I love Russell Westbrook. I, you know, yeah, I thought the crazy thing is I actually believe that Ty Lue would take him out because normally he would when he's struggling. Yeah. And he left him in the game. And, and that surprised me more than anything. Um, listen, I, I've been a Chris Paul fan forever. Uh, offensively, though, he's not the same player. What is a realistic – you do their games. What is a realistic box score for him going forward in the playoffs at this point? I think he'll score well. Uh, he missed shots yesterday, Colin, that he does not miss. I, you know, people can put it on age and all of that. He's been shooting the ball fantastic over the last month and a half. His three-point shooting has been ridiculous. He's been shooting over 40%. I just truly believe the weak layoff and then the fact that it was just a bad night for him shooting the ball. Yeah. I've never seen him miss shots where he was in this game. I guarantee you, if he gets those shots tomorrow, he's going to have 20. And, and that's how I view it right there. I mean, yeah, it was, it was tough for him last night. It was just one of them nights. But he worked hard. If you watched him during that game, his rebounding and everything else was top-notch. He just couldn't knock down shots. By the way, Warriors tonight, uh, I think they'll be fine. Wiggins missed 23 games, and I just think he needs to get his wind and his legs under him. He kind of faded in the fourth quarter. Do you still view them? I mean, I didn't see the Denver game because I was watching other stuff. If I said to you, who will be the number one obstacle uh, for the Suns if they can get it going, who, who worries you the most in the West? Out, you know, Take Phoenix out of it. Uh, well, we, right now, I got to say, you know, if, if you talk, you're talking about us being yeah. worried about, I'm lost. Okay. Well, obviously the Clippers right now, right? <laughs> but if you had to look at a team, you have to say the Lakers, man, the way they're playing. I, I What they did yesterday in Memphis scared me. Like, Austin, Austin Reed, I mean, look, I like this kid. I, I saw that he can play and he's improved. What he did yesterday, that was just ridiculous. How many times, Colin, have you seen LeBron James go stand on the weak side and let somebody else handle the ball in the fourth quarter crunch time? Now, he played with Wade, and, and obviously he played with Kyrie, but he was the one facilitating for them. He actually allowed Austin Reeves to facilitate late in the game. That says a lot about his trust in that kid. Yeah. 
Well, and D'Angelo Russell and Rui both shot well. It was actually pretty basketball, spacing yeah. the floor. I thought they'd have to win ugly. They didn't. Uh, so, okay, you're the coach of the Suns. What is your message in game two? Well, the message is, guys, we can't come out slow because what it did, it messed up our rotation. He had to play Kevin Durant 45 minutes. That should not happen. So the bench, yeah, it looks like the bench didn't step up. Well, the bench didn't play because he was worried about getting blown out. They're down 16. So it stretches the starters out, and that's what they can't do. They got to make sure they control the game early and allow their bench to come in. So in the fourth quarter, they'll have the energy to win it. I thought they fatigued in the fourth quarter when the Clippers got stronger because they got rest. So if I'm Monty, that's what I'm saying. The first seven minutes of this ball game tomorrow, they have to play at a high level. All right. Good stuff. Eddie Johnson, as always, Bally Sports Arizona since 2003, NBA Today Show, Sirius XM. 17 years, he was a bucket. Good seeing you, man. Thanks, Colin. Yeah, we talked about it earlier. Like, there, there's an argument that when Austin Reeves is playing well and he's got his shot, it Lakers are fine. You know, because Le- I've said this before, LeBron needs the ball. Like, when he was in Miami, it's like, D-Wade, sometimes you're going to watch this thing. He needs the ball. Austin Reeves is one of the few guys he's played with that uh, Kyrie had this at times where you can LeBron can kind of sit off to the side and let him manipulate and work his magic. But uh, there's not a lot of guys in league history – undrafted, undrafted players in the NBA who make a huge impact on a team in the playoffs. So it's going to be fun to watch. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Just want to remind the audience that Austin Reeves may have the new best nickname in the NBA. Hillbilly Kobe. I know. People love it. La- yeah. Four years. Now, he played four years at Oklahoma. So, well, again. I, he transferred there from somewhere else. Yeah. I forget. But, but I mean, was, yeah. uh, where, where, Wichita State. Yeah. And if, and if you look at, like, uh, Jalen Brunson, several years at Villanova in mm. the tournament. Steph Curry, several years at Davidson. You know, a lot of these players that won and done it, you just kind of, it takes a long time. There is value. I know nobody wants to say it, but there is value in playing a couple of years of college basketball, being hard coached, being in a system, learning to play with others. By the way, college basketball, they still make you play defense. <laughs> so, I mean, you see some of these yeah. guys, they come out, they're just they're just more physically and emotionally. If I could be in the Kansas program for three years or Villanova and Bill Self is making me play defense and you play well with other good players – College basketball, there's a lot of guys in this sport. Draymond Green, make guys play a couple years of college hoops. Josh Hart, who came in late. I mean, instantly he makes players better around him by doing all the small things. All right, let's start with the Denver Nuggets. They rolled last night in a late, late game uh, against the Wolves. I I think it tipped off, like, super late. Uh, East Coast people probably didn't watch any of it. Close for a quarter, Nuggets start to pull away, and then it's just an evisceration in the second half. Jamal Murray, 24. Jamal Murray, your guy. Listen, just stop doubting Jamal Murray. This guy is, oh man, I love him. Uh, Jokic had 13 and 14. It was a little skirmish with Kyle Anderson in the uh, in the second half, but the Nuggets win by 29. Colin, I, they don't have a deep bench, right? They it got maybe one or two guys who they can count on. If they're able to knock the Timberwolves off quickly, and this could have been a, a, a travel spot. They're going to have so much rest. Because Memphis, the two seed, is in trouble, and that's going to be going a little ways. Um, the Kings... Uh, Warriors, that looks like it's probably going to go seven. And then the Suns starting off clunky. So if Denver can get, you know, into the clubhouse with a sweep here, that would be huge for this team getting some rest. Uh, I do want to point out, Minnesota had to travel to L.A. I know. Then back home and then to altitude. So you knew this was this was coming. Uh, next story is Brock Purdy, Niners quarterback on the road to recovery after that elbow surgery in March. The hope is he will be ready for the start of next season. But he recently admitted he is not really sure if he will play in 2023. He takes it one day at a time. Oh, one day. Good. I mean, you don't want, if you're Brock Purdy, you have so much to build on from last year. You kind of want to get back in there because there's Trey Lance. They drafted him that high for a reason. They traded up for this guy. They like what they saw. I, I still don't know who's going to be the day one starter in week one, but. If I'm Brock Purdy, I'm I'm not rushing to get back, but I don't want to give Trey Lance any wiggle room to steal the job because he's the kind of athlete, when he gets it, I, I just don't know if he's going to relinquish it. I think the Niners like the idea of not paying a quarterback for three more years, like at all. It allows you the freedom 
to make all sorts of moves and move pieces. That That is such a luxury in this league. Russell Wilson with Seattle early. Dak Prescott with Dallas early. Kirk Cousins early. When you can, when you can play guys and you're not paying the quarterback, it gives you yeah. so much flexibility. By the way, do you know who, well, all week and today specifically is looking at who they're not going to pay in the future? The Philadelphia Eagles. Because when you give Hurts all that money... You well, got you got to start to let go of guys. Well, you got to hit on draft picks. Must so hit on. They draft got Lane picks, Johnson yeah. and Kelsey back, so they're going to have to draft on the offensive line this draft. That's and the why trenches I think, are getting old defensively. No. Fletcher Cox getting up there in age. So their tenth pick, I would take that Northwestern offensive lineman. That to me, it feels like Philadelphia has got to address, and you can't replace Travis Kelsey with a six-round center. There is a very good offensive lineman. Uh, for Northwestern. Oh, that's right. The kid Sk- Skaronsky. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. They, that to me seems, they, they don't have any flaws right now. They got to get younger because when Kelsey leaves, you can't go from that to a six-round yeah, center. J- Jason Kelsey. And you're not going to be able to afford it on the market because of Jalen's contract. Maybe one more year at center? I think one more. And he's, he's so as good scuttle, as... Forget the B. John Robinson talk at 10, uh, or wherever get, they're picking. Get right. out of that. Okay, thank you. You can find a running back in the sixth round. Or the seventh, like the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, final story. Let's go keep it with the draft. I can't. It's creeping up on us. Drafts in 10 days, Cowherd. Um, plenty of roads the Colts could go with the number four pick. Uh, Jim Ursay said the organization is keeping every option open. He tweeted... The billionaire owner, for the 23 draft, we have many options. With the number four pick, we could stay, put, and take a QB, or trade up and take a QB, or trade down and maybe take a QB, or not. All options on the table, but we like our position and are very excited. Fire up. Gotta love the old man owner chipping in on social media. Yeah, I don't love that. Jerry Jones has been quiet for some time now. Haven't heard anything out of him. I like that. I like my owner's quiet, don't you? Well, I, not I, meddling like Woody Johnson of yeah, the Jets. I, I don't. I don't. Need, I, owners, um, they like all their friends. You know, it's their toy, and they sometimes like to exert their uh, power. I'm not a big fan of it. I think some of use power very infrequently. Right? Like use it, it's power very. Even infrequently. if you have it, use it very infrequently. Mm. People know people in power. You don't have to use it much. Nobody's going to mess around with Jim Irsay. So the people that have power rarely have to use it because everybody knows they have power and leverage and the ability to fire you or hire him. So I heard this question on a on a like a business podcast. If you are stuck in a third world country prison, Colin, okay. and you have one call, who you calling? My wife is a good, oh, no, on, no, honey. she's you got to get out of the third world prison. Oh no, my wife is, and we call her get it done, Anne. She just gets everything done. She could no question. Huh, okay, I was thinking you would like a no, no secretary of commerce, maybe no. someone in the president's so cabinet. And I'm in big trouble. Uh, I don't know how I got into this prison. I don't really see myself as selling can, hashish in Turkey, <laughs> but whatever you're saying, you're a, can, can you get me out of here? So you call the wife. My wife. I'm not. I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but get it done, Anne. She just knows what she's doing. Today is a great example. I'm not going to get into details. She's got like six things on the docket today. Wow. She That's is, a busy Monday, huh? She is, she is a go-getter. That's right. And I don't have time to be playing rec league, so I'm a get-it-done guy. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line you know, it, it, it's, I tend to, it's a very interesting moment at the end of the half. Apparently, uh, uh, like there's there's suites in the Phoenix Arena by the floor. And Russell Westbrook got into some chippy argument with the player. The, the, the fan was yelling Westbrook or something. And, and Westbrook is seen saying, hey, watch your blankety-blank mouth. And it's like the sixth incident with Russell Westbrook. I tend to defend the players because I've – 
fans are obnoxious. They say horrible things. And now with legalized gambling, uh, fans are uh, out of control. I am, I am 100% almost always in favor of the players. I think Westbrook's out of his gourd here. People have a right to yell Westbrook, Westbrick, which I'm sure is what the guy is yelling. Uh, that's a high school uh, taunt. Um, again, Westbrook's done it with kids. He's done it multiple times. Westbrook tells us constantly he doesn't care what people think. He obviously cares a lot what people think. I think he's totally out of bounds there. I think the league should step in. And I defend players almost all the time because I think fans can be jerks. People, There's a lot of fans out there. They pay for a ticket. They think they can say anything to a player. I would throw, if I ran a team, I would throw out a dozen fans a week, and I'd never let them back in. I don't care. There's a lot of bad fans out there. But in this instance, what you're hearing the reports being is people have a right to be chippy in the stands. Uh, obviously, no slurs. Don't make it personal. But, you know, this is like the sixth incident with Westbrook and fans. At one time, he was, I mean, that's, come on, get out of that space. There's kids there. Get out of here. I mean, come on, Adam Silver. Come on. I mean, come on, Steve Ballmer. Like, get this under control. That is just not appropriate. You're, you're, the game's not over. You're in the middle of the game. Come on. And I'm not like, I am, I w- I am literally always willing to throw a fan out. Because you lubricate them. They get drunk. They get cocky. They get courageous. I'm for throwing fans out. And I know what you're saying. Colin, without fans. You know what? It was called COVID. We still had the bubble. We'd have games without fans. And by the way, 99% of fans want to get rid of the 1% that are loudmouth jerks anyway. So don't pretend anybody came to the arena to see or hear you. Fans are obnoxious a lot. Not a lot. I'm not saying the percentages are a lot. It's probably less than 2%. It's probably 1%. But everybody sat next to a jerk in a game who really... I went to, I've gone to comedy shows for like Seinfeld and Rock, and you got some heckler in the eighth row. It's like, hey, schmuck, nobody came for you. We came for the performance, the talented person on stage. So I'm all for throwing fans out regularly, the bad ones. But in this instance, I mean, it's like the sixth incident with Russell Westbrook. Like, come on, sit him down. Uh, I know fans can be intolerable, and I know he was having a rough night. But at some point, you got to be responsible for your actions. And it'd be one thing it was the first time in Russell Westbrook's career. But how many times have I seen this? Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis, and together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Did you know artificial turf on football fields causes 32% more contact knee injuries? Pennington's an American grass seed company. They want to ban turf. Go to pennington.com slash flip the turf. Sign the petition. Pennington.com slash flip the turf. So we had a very, very good... um, Opening weekend of NBA playoff basketball. It was very good. Only big surprise, Suns were incredibly flat. So uh, let's let's do playoff probability now, J-Mac. You give me the probability, probably or probably not. We'll go through the league as game two is upon us. All right, we'll start you with a layup here. Will the Heat take the Bucks to game seven? Probably not. Giannis reportedly is coming back for game two. By the way, the Bucks lost game one in three of their four series the year they won the title. And Tyler Hero's now gone, which is like no team in the playoffs can ill afford to lose a score more than Miami. So Tyler Hero's out until next season. So it's over for Miami. It's pretty generous. Uh, will Austin Reeves score 20-plus points in each game for the rest of the series? I think probably, and here's why. Do you know the Lakers are 10-2 and two since putting him in the starting lineup since March? Uh, now, he was a perfect 5-for-5 five five from the field in the fourth. But I think what's becoming obvious is LeBron's trust in him and Darvin Ham's trust in him. And I think 
I'll be honest, I think that game one performance is just another moment where they're going to give him more minutes. I don't think it's an outlier for him to play that well. Now, Rui, that's an outlier. But, I, I mean, he's Austin, getting a lot of open threes. And the Memphis Grizzlies even said, oh, we, are, we were going to challenge him and let him shoot. Because I don't, I think he maybe had one game in his NBA career where he made over four threes or something ridiculous. And he just went off. Like, if you're giving the guy open shots, he's an NBA player. I don't, Memphis is in some trouble. Next up, will the Celtics hold the Hawks under 100 in every game in this series? Probably not. The Hawks were terrible. They were 5 of 29 from 3. And that's the second worst three-point shooting performance by the Hawks this year. They'll they'll score over 100. Now, they might not win a game in this series. That's a different <laughs> argument, but they're going to get over 100. Will the 76ers sweep the Nets? Oh, yeah, probably. They were 3-0 against them this year, or 5-0 this season against them. My bad. Um, listen, when, they, when, MB, they're, when you're shooting as well as Philly did in Game 1, and you get the dominance of Embiid, on Embiid's best nights, and he has a lot of them, he, he looks like the best player in the world. I mean, he can be so utterly dominating. He is really good. Best player in the world? No, on his good nights, he does more than Giannis offensively. He may not be the total package defensively, but Harden played well, Embiid. This series is over. This is this, You can't have all great first-round series. There's got to be some sweeps here. Yeah. Will KD and Booker both play 40-plus minutes in every game in the series? Probably. They're the only two reliable scorers. Wow. And also, now they're in a hole, so they can't be wasting any more games. And the other thing is, KD's rested. I mean, he didn't play much at the end of the regular season, so you can't you can't say they're, they're, they're like Minnesota's playing game after game after game and traveling. Phoenix's been sitting home for plenty of time. And, and for the record, KD generally plays a lot of minutes. Remember that series against Milwaukee for Brooklyn? He plays a lot of minutes. Injury history, though. Uh, will LeBron be the Lakers' leading scorer in each game for the rest of the series? Probably not. I think, unless you follow the Lakers closely, LeBron's been held under 30 points in each of his last eight playoff games. And also, the emergence of Rui and D'Angelo Russell oh. and Austin Reed. I know D-Ross drives everybody crazy. Oh, my goodness. But, but... Um, he was the fourth leading scorer in this game. And I, I do think that game really, uh, I mean, you can tell LeBron trusts Austin Reeves running the show. You can tell. You know how big it is for Austin Reeves to run the offense in the fourth quarter? LeBron, 30, wow, was he 47 years old? He's a fossil. And Austin Reeves is running and resting LeBron. Lakers? <laughs> Will the Warriors take the Kings to at least six games? Well, I think the Kings will take the Warriors yeah, to six games. The, the yeah, pro- <laughs> probably because the Warriors are a bad road team. They, listen, they lost game one in the finals last year against the Celtics before winning in six. Uh, I read here this morning the Warriors lost at least one game in every series last year during their title run. So, And also, I think it's real obvious. They just haven't played Peyton and Wiggins much, especially the latter, and they're just trying to get him minutes and figure out, you know, get his legs under him. I think th- I think they're going to be a noticeably better team tonight. Will the Timberwolves win at least one road game in Denver? No, 0-3 this year there, and probably not. Nuggets had the best, tied for the best home record, and the Nuggets outscored their opponents by 430 points at home, which was number one in the league. So Denver, and part of its altitude, if you come in, like back to back, and you're playing in Denver. That's like an NBA betters paradise. Yeah. Like Denver at home. If you're road weary, 
you're, you'll lose your legs by halftime. All right, let's get to my Knicks. Will Julius Randle have a 40-point game in the series against the Cavs? No. Okay, Julius Randle has never scored more than 23 points in a playoff game. 40? That's a good stat. Randle Jaylen. can go off. They don't have a good matchup for him, Colin. Like, Knicks if you drag Evan Mobley away from the hoop, like, I, suddenly the Knicks look really good in this series, man. They Everything's coming. They've got, they've got a glass advantage, no question. And finally, will the Kings Warriors lead all playoff series in total points scored? Uh, that's a yes. For, I mean, it, they, all they did for the first two hours was trade buckets. I mean, that's all they did. Uh, Kings led the NBA in scoring. Warriors had the highest three-point percentage rate in the NBA. So I thought that was a really entertaining game. Was it the problem that Golden State played a really good game and they still lost? You don't think that's alarming? Well, I think Golden State and Sacramento, I think the games are mostly going to look like this. The difference is Wiggins was gassed in the fourth quarter. He had no points. He shot 58. Well, he hasn't played in two months. Do you think this gassed is going to, like, they're only one day off in between games for, yeah. the, for this game two matchup. All of a sudden, he's not going to have his legs back. He's going to have 48 hours to get his legs back. I don't know. He's a pro athlete. He's still in his prime athletically. Okay, so other than Wiggins, where do you see improvement from this Warriors do from they, game to if game? If Wiggins hits one shot, it's 1-0 Warriors. Okay. It's very close. Also, I don't think De'Aaron Fox, I don't think Malik Monk will oh. have 32 points. He's really freaking good. 14 oh. of 14 from the foul line. Fox, the most clutch player in the NBA. I'm just saying, like, this idea that Mike Brown wants to push, 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 and then what happened in the fourth? It wasn't just Wiggins that was gassed. The Warriors' offense was settling for a lot of threes, and they didn't shoot them well. Mike Brown, he's got really intimate knowledge of this Warriors team. Well, they have real intimate knowledge of him. True, but he's got a much younger team, Colin. When you come to running up and down the court, and then all of a sudden it's the fourth quarter. And you look at that aging Warriors core, I'm just... There, there's the Warriors... Jordan Poole anyway. is in his prime... Kaminga's going into it. Wiggins, Looney. They're not that old. Steph's old, but they're not that. Draymond Steph, and Steph. Clay, Draymond. I like it in case. Harrison Barnes has been in the league for more than an hour. I mean, yeah, but I mean, Trey Lyles came off the bench and hit, had like four threes. He's a young, solid player. I feel like the entire Kings team is young and bouncy and really freaking excited. That's an awesome game. It's like yeah. mandatory. Like, don't bother me, kids. Finish the homework. Prep for your test. I got to lock in here. And watch this Warriors-Kings game. My kids once complained to me, Dad, you don't help us with our homework. And I said, Dad wants you to do your homework yeah. because you are the ones that have to, you know, I'm, I'm, you're leaving the house here in a couple years. You figure it out. I can't give you all the answers. Man, I didn't, I didn't tough, do my kids' homework. Tough in the negotiating room. Tough with the kids. No, I'm not going to do your homework. <sighs> do your own homework. My kids were great students, but I'm not going to do your homework. I, I'm not, my parents didn't help me with homework. Did your parents give you the answers to homework? I mean, the answer, no, but assistance, guidance. That's yeah, but what my kids now, you can go on YouTube and. Oh, yeah, that's what you want. Go go look on YouTube to help you out with your homework. What? So uh, I don't think the Suns are in trouble. I don't. I think they're going to be fine. Uh, but Rick Buecher was on earlier um, about the KD Booker dynamic. I don't see it as a big problem, although I thought Booker, what in God's name was he doing not shooting a three against Westbrook? You're down three. Shoot it. Get a long rebound. Don't drive and pray for a foul. Here's Buecher on the KD Booker relationship. KD is always a tricky uh, star to deal with. There are times where you would think 
KD has been through this. KD is aggressive. KD, you don't, you don't need to tell him what to do. He's going to demand the ball and he's going to go get it done. And it's just not the way that he always operates. I still think there's an element between KD and Devin in terms of sh splitting the pie. Like who's, who's supposed to go get it? It's something they have to figure out and it's something that Monty has to figure out because if you're asking the players to, these are not those kind of players. Mm -hmm. All right, let me put you on the spot. So Jalen Hurt signed this big contract today. $75 million not guaranteed, but it's very, very pricey. And I, don't, I, would have, I would have liked to have seen, I think the criticism you said, Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator, I would have liked to have seen one more year if he can duplicate those numbers with a different offensive coordinator for the time being he's highest paid. Um, who's better than Jalen Hurts right now in the league? Absolutely guaranteed. Well, I think there's it's only. It's weird. Like uh, Jalen Hurts on his rookie deal, or Jalen Hurts no, making no, no, fifty one million just, a year. Who's better right now? Mahomes, Mahomes is better. Josh Allen, uh, Burrow, Burrow for think, sure. Trevor Lawrence, and I think Herbert. I would take over. Herbert bigger, for stronger. sure. Five guys. Uh, I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are we sure he's better than Lamar Jackson? Yes. Well, fifteen game body of work over one season, and he's definitely better than Lamar Jackson. I believe so. I didn't say by a mile, but I believe so. I think he makes. Is it a coin toss? Uh, no. I think I. I think. Or, or just sit back for a second. Kirk Cousins has been a damn good quarterback for a decade. But fine, whatever. Eight years. Who? Kirk Cousins. You think he's better than? Well, I didn't say that. He's got an eight-year body of work. You know what you're getting with him yeah. because he's done this yeah, over shrinking in big games and no mobility. That too, and don't play on Monday Night Football. Yeah. We've seen Hurts for one year it's where just, he was not the hunted. He everybody's coming after him this year. No, no, no. It's totally legitimate. I think it's the only risk in this is you you don't have multiple years. Um, but, I mean, listen, people are drafting quarterbacks. Somebody's going to draft Will Levis and put the franchise in his hands, and you've never seen him play a single pro uh, game. So at some point, you have to make decisions quickly <laughs> on athletes. Let's also remind, who had the best offensive line in the league, Colin? Philadelphia. Oh. And great Hurts, receivers. Best offensive line, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. Tight end, he, he's okay, right? I forget. Uh, Dallas Goddard, okay tight end. No, no. Yeah, so they have a really freaking good team. I'm not disputing any of that. That's why I said a couple weeks ago, I would love to see another year before I pay him $300 million. But, you know, their takeaway is we like him, we trust him. Even if he does physically erode a little, if we can get two or three years out of him, the contract will pay for itself. I like him. I thought he should have been the MVP this year. But you're year. asking me if he's better than Lamar. Ask yourself this. It could be people in our business. It could be any profession. Is that we have all seen people in our profession and other professions. Uh, I was I was so funny. I was, I was looking last night, something in Hollywood. Two former stars are now not nearly as big as stars because they couldn't manage themselves very well. I won't get into names. But I saw something yesterday, uh, some people performing uh, on a stage well below where they should be at this point in their career. And my point is, how you handle yourself outside of your business matters. Jalen Hurts is an adult. Clutch sports. Lamar Jackson has not taken care of business outside of football. Intangibles, Hurts has in yeah, I mean, significant. Mom can't run it. It's like... It makes me question Lamar Jackson's maturity. Like, and, what yeah. are you doing with your career here? Stop going to Instagram and doing goofy business projects yeah. and 
ah, it makes me, I'm really down on that stuff. And we, we like grit and resilience and seeing Hertz get benched in the national title game, yeah. have to transfer. And the way he's responded to that is incredible. You love to see that almost more than anything. Listen, intangibles for a quarterback. They're, yeah. I mean, and Lamar, first sign of adversity. What's going on? This is brutal offseason. It's just a weird offseason. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. It's the Herd. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.